welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode of Boskin Talks About Math. One quick announcement. Miss Corbett wanted everybody who teaches at the high school to come up with some office hours. Times when you can send me a message and expect me to respond immediately. That's going to be about 8.30 to 9.30 in the morning. 1.30 to 2.30 in the afternoon. I will be at my computer during those times. You need help with anything, you have a question about anything, if you send me a message on Remind or school email, in classroom, you can expect a response just as quickly as possible. Your daily update on my family. Luna has learned how to say please, and she's very quickly learned that a cute little one-year-old saying please can get basically anything she wants as long as she says please. Gemma, however, doesn't seem to really like this because Luna's getting what she wants. So Gemma gets mad and then whines and then gets really mad that Luna gets what she wants because she says please and Gemma doesn't get anything because she's whining. That's some pretty good advice that I think applies to a lot of people I know that are older than one in four. The big news of the day yesterday was that Orleans County, Vermont, the county we all live in, has two cases of the coronavirus. Orleans County, for anyone who's curious, has a population of 27,231 people. That makes some interesting math to do. I know some people yesterday did it. I strongly suggest, if you haven't already, put a little time into figuring out just what that means. And then if you want to double-check your work, there's people doing work in the boskin.tech community chat that we've got going on. I already took the time to create a nice little graph using Desmos, the online graphing calculator we've been using, showing just what that would mean for Orleans County. I think I'll throw that up on boskin.tech so you have to look for it a little bit and the surprise doesn't get spoiled to anyone who starts out just looking at classroom. So if you'd like to see that graph, check out boskin.tech. And now for a quick overview of today's lesson, Unit 7, Lesson 2. You can check it out on the Illustrative Math website. The first piece of this is exploring patterns with multiplying powers of 10. Shows a nice grid, says 101 or 1 on hundredth. What do you see here? Well, 1 would be thinking about the whole thing. That's one big unit. 100 would be, there's 100 blocks in there. 1 one hundredth would be each individual block. There are 100 blocks because it is a 10 by 10 grid, so 1 one hundredth would be one of the blocks. The next chunk in here shows a 10 by 10 grid of 100 squares, a 1 by 10 grid of 10 squares, and one individual square. The large square is made up of 10 of the medium-sized ones. It says, how could you represent the large square as a power of 10? Well, it's 10 by 10, which means area of a rectangle's length times width. 10 times 10 is 100. Multiplying a number by itself is squaring the number. So much of this unit is going to be about recognizing the fact that when we multiply a number by itself, that is squaring the number. Probably the most important part of this lesson is 2.3. Complete the table to explore patterns, and it starts out with 10 squared 
times 10 cubed, or 10 to the power of 2 times 10 to the power of 3, in expanded form. Expanded means write out the multiplication instead of an exponent. 10 to the power of 2 is 10 times 10. 10 to the power of 3 is 10 times 10 times 10. When you multiply those together, we're just multiplying 10 by itself 5 times. That's 10 to the power of 5. So if 10 to the power of 2 times 10 to the power of 3 equals 10 to the power of 5, think about just what you're doing with exponents when we multiply things. I'm sure by now you're all sick of hearing me ramble on about math. I'm doing my best to keep my family safe and everything as normal as we can during this time. I hope everybody's doing the same. If you have any suggestions for how to make math class work better, school in general, what should I include in these little podcasts? Do you like the podcast? Do you not like the podcast? Do you like the lessons? What can I do to make you more invested in your education in this time when we're all stuck at our own homes, everyone in a different place? I am wide open for ideas from everybody. Do you want me to focus on our lessons? Do you want to work on the lesson by yourself and have me focus on other things that are going on? Would you just like to hear me talk about interesting math things? Like, for example, yesterday I was reading about the Australian census. And in Australia, they did the census kind of like we're doing in the U.S. now, where they asked every single person in the country a series of questions about them and calculated the average of those found out exactly what the average australian is and then they looked at the data and there were actually zero people in australia who fit their description of average it's an interesting statistics thing if you have a large population and average everything because people tend to fall into one extreme or another it's very rare for one person to fit all of the different averages that's your interesting math fact of the day again let me know any ideas questions comments how are things going are you staying focused on school are you using this as an opportunity to not do any school check in i'm curious how everybody's doing I'm sure everyone has a different reaction to how things are going right now. This has been another episode of Boskin Talks About Math. This is me signing off. Mm -hmm.